You're listening to episode 14 of the Skill Seeker podcast, and I'm your host, Emily. Today, we are joined by Cassie from Edward and I, and she is an amazing floral designer that has opened up her own business around 18 months ago. Cassie was one of the first people I reached out to when launching this podcast, and it's taken me maybe eight months of planning and getting it all together to actually get Cassie on the show. She's so busy. Funny, actually, we booked a time for our little chat. She had some tech issues at her end and ended up getting in a car and just driving around. So this was one of the first face-to-face chats that I've actually done as part of this podcast. It was really interesting learning experience. So completely different to doing it via video link. Uh, one of the biggest things was that we are sitting next to each other, not opposite each other. So when the video link is on, you're looking at someone's face. When they're sitting next to you, you kind of have to look at the microphone and all the equipment. So it was an interesting experience. This podcast is also quite the collaborative effort. I have my two-year-old being very silent, sitting on my knee. And Riley is behind the scenes putting this all together for us. Riley is with me for one week. She's doing her year 10 work experience and we are giving her some insight into what it's like to run your own business. We're having a bit of fun this week. We have just been at a photo shoot this morning at our venue that we have secured to kick off the first of our brunch and learn training sessions, workshops, events. Not sure what we're really going to call them. Anyway, there's going to be food there. There's going to be learning there. So I'm happy. I'm happy with that. So each month we will be getting a new guest to come in and do a two hour training session on some piece of vital information that you are going to need to grow your business. So of course, it's hard to picture these things. I like to know what the end is going to look like before I kick off with the marketing and all of those all of those activities so we took some photos today um, and putting together a real experience we don't want it to just be like any old training session where we've just hired a random room in the back of a building and we invite everyone along we want this to be quite an experience so uh, we're starting that from arrival and that's even before you get out of your car. So we have found a venue that has valet parking because there is nothing worse than parking your car on a street and being promised that there's parking out the back of the building and there's not. And then you get a parking fine because Ooh. you can't be bothered moving your car halfway through the session. And everyone else, like the 10 other people in the room, are also moving their cars. Can't find a new park when 10 people in the car park are moving their cars. Anyway, it drives me insane. I've got a speeding, Mm -hmm. uh, not a speeding fine, a parking fine. The last two times I have been to courses. So no parking problems. You arrive in the underground car park. You drive up to the valet bit. You give the man your keys. He will totally be expecting you. And you park. He parks. You don't park. He parks. You walk through the big glass lighting doors straight into the venue and it is beautiful is it beautiful riley is it beautiful you can say out loud you're allowed to talk i've got my daughter here and saying don't talk you need to be silent riley you are allowed to talk it is stunning so riley's been doing the design of the event as part of her work experience she's not disappointed it is beautiful so we've thought of everything from arrival to the learning um all of the things that you need and including coffee we tested out the coffee today coffee got a glowing review so 
we're really excited to have actually found a venue that is as amazing as we've been looking for. It's tough to find a venue that meets all of my very high standards. So really excited to be ready, ready to put on these brunch and learn events. They will be running every month on a Wednesday in the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. So stay tuned for more details about that. Really excited. We're going to be kicking off with the um, Know Your Ideal Client learning. And that is with Jenny Boymel from Your Ideal Customer. We really want to get to the bottom of Your Ideal Client because it's something we talk about a lot, but we don't actually put a great deal of effort into it um i feel like we we say that we know who it is but we don't dedicate a lot of brain space to it so we are going to get really down and dirty with our ideal clients figure out exactly who they are and how we can get more of them now for your ideal client will start the foundation of any growth that happens in your business whether that be a marketing strategy finding strategic alliances or growing new product lines sometimes we get into the business and we're like i need to earn earn more money need to increase my sales and the only way to do that would be to release a new product line well let's go back to the drawing board and nut out your ideal client and make sure that you are actually making products that serve them and that your marketing campaigns are reaching them so excited about that jenny is fantastic So let's jump on in and listen to our chat with Cassie. We're going to talk about how you can use your past experiences and past learning to your advantage, how transferring skills from different industries doesn't actually mean that you have lost your time or you don't know what you're doing. It can actually be your superpower. Now, interestingly, Cassie has quite a few staff working with her and for her. She is the youngest and the least experienced out of the team but that hasn't held her back or become a hindrance in any way she has promoted developed cultured what's she done she's created this nurtured just using all the buzzwords she's nurtured this environment where everyone is keen to share their skills and help each other and just learn new stuff and constantly uh developing developing a new style and making sure that there's always growth and development happening in her workplace. So it hasn't held her back in any way, being the least experienced. And you'll hear what she has to say about it in our chat. You're listening to the Skill Seeker podcast, and I'm your host, Emily. Let's get real and drop that insta-perfect fail. We have one big question for all of our guests. What do you know now that you wish you knew then? Join me each week for a dose of inspiration and education as we chat with amazing women in business, sharing their stories and lessons learned. This is actually my first 
in person. There you go. Oh, oh cool. So exciting. <laughs> and it has taken me a long time to get you in here, so I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm so busy. I apologize. The world yes, needs to apologize. Popular people. <laughs> I love so I was really excited to talk to you because yeah. from the moment your shop opened, <laughs> um, it was just like it was like a boom moment. It's like boom. This is Edward and I. I'm Cass. Oh. Don't mess with me. Oh. Like this is this is my style. Yeah. Was that a style that you planned? How did, no, did it happen? It's organic just, or it's, like? I don't know. It's I've got a merchandising background and visualize what I want the store to look like, colors, texture, pattern, how it was laid out, and then it just sort of all went from there. And I think it, I think my flowers just roll on from the way that I dress my house and the way that I dress and the way that. Just this, yeah, I just love colour and texture and pattern and anything that challenges what classic floristry yeah. is and was. And obviously it's it's evolved so much, but just as well as with the floristry, I love that we can offer, you know, the homewares and the experience when you walk in the store yeah. as well. So, so fun. The experience is a big part of what you do. And I snuck <laughs> into the store. So I went to the hairdressers in Manevelin for everyone who's like, who is Cass and where is she? She's in Manevelin in the Yarra Valley. So if you are passing through, definitely go check out the store mm-hmm. because it is an experience. I had to get money out of the ATM, Commonwealth Bank. Yeah. Accidentally drove past it and had to park in the car park out the front of your shop the oh, other day. Okay, so yes. So I'm like, while I'm here, yeah. pop in and have yeah, a look. Yeah, absolutely. So I spoke to Kaz yes. and another lady. Yeah, I've forgotten um, maybe name. Liz or Danielle. Dark so. hair, not Danielle. Uh, must have been Liz. Yeah. I remember Danielle yep. from another time. Because <laughs> I been there all the time. <laughs> and I did some sneaky little research yeah. about you. Yes. And like just asking really subtle questions to see what they had to That's say. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, I love it. I think that there's two types of florists, right? There's yep. the ones that you go into and they've got their pink tissue paper in the yellow box with the very plastic ribbon mm-hmm. wrapped around mm-hmm. and you run of the mill like into flora sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah box yes yep. that you take away and you're in and you're out in your three seconds yep. it's done and then there's the type of floristry experience that you get when you walk into your store which is the, like the pinterest dreams right when you sit when you go on pinterest and you look at flowers and florists and these pictures pop up that's what it's like being in your store oh, in real so life it's like real that. life pinterest <laughs> so you've got these really tall vases on the tables and all of these flowers yep. and you you are immediately presented with a staff member, yourself or one of your team, and you're just like, what can I help you with? Yeah. And you're like, I'm feeling inspired about this. And you really take the time for the customer service. Uh, yeah, and having the table is is a point of difference, I think. And I guess some city stores do it, but mm-hmm. I just knew that I wanted to do that. So I like, I know that I like to peruse when I shop and or oh, like that and that. And having the table, everything is cut to stem mm-hmm. and it's the same price it would be if it was in a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just offer you the chance to walk in, say, I love that flower and I love that flower and let's mix that into your $50, $30, mm. $100 arrangement that you want to make up for this person. And yeah. also gives you the choice of rather than buying straight bunches and only having two bunches for $50, say you get to choose an array of flowers and mix a textural, colourful mix as yes. to whatever, you know, the person that you're buying for. So perfect. Making and something up for them personally. never feel like an inconvenience. Like you could go in there on Mother's Day yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get the same level of service yeah. as if you went in there on a Wednesday midday. Like yeah, that's it's absolutely. very consistent. So yeah. what is the consistency for you? Absolutely. If It doesn't matter if it's a $10, $15 sing, um, couple of stems being wrapped up or a $100 one. It always needs... To us, it, it deserves to look like 
you know, the best that it can. So mm-hmm. I'm all about buying beautiful ribbons, beautiful textural paper. You don't see any of the plastic cellophane. It's all raw, raw beauty, I guess, in the fact that we use a, a palette of certain colours, mm-hmm. which we think represent us well. I would love some forest green, like thick card paper to wrap our flowers in. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to source that at the moment because I feel like that would be very on brand. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's all about the presentation. So every bouquet or every every bunch, even because we do sell straight bunches mm-hmm. as well, because we want to be able to cater to to, to all customers. Someone who wants to just buy the men. Yeah. Men. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Well, a lot of men will buy our our freshly made bouquets mm. and box arrangements, and we do them in beautiful vases as well. So. You know, everyone everyone who walks in, there's something for someone. We don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I, I don't I don't have time to mm-hmm. stand and look at the table and make something up. So I'll just grab that bunch of, you know, chrysanthemums yep. or, you know. And sometimes we tend to mix them or a mix, mix bunch of proteas or something like that. Just making sure that everyone's catered for and leaves with a piece of floral mm-hmm. art in their yes. hand. Regardless if it's yeah, a straight bunch or if it's a mixed bunch. Everything has a complimentary little bunch of flowers on the front that represents what's in the bouquet. And often people say, I always put that little bunch that you wrap on the front, which we call our tie-ons. Yep. We, I wrap that and put, I put that on my windowsill at home or whatnot. Yep. So it's nice to know that that's treasured as well. And people say they know it's us because of that. Yeah, so, exactly. And yeah. the kids always get a flower when they come in. Yeah, as well, absolutely. Just, yeah, it tends to... if. You know, it's not the most kid-friendly store. In fact, <laughs> because there's so many low shelves with, you know, candles and whatnot on it, there's a lot to touch in place. So we figure if we can give them something to, to keep them occupied. Yep. And it makes them um, feel really special. Yeah, yeah they do. Really a lot is. of the kids actually remember coming to us yep. because of the flower. And then, yeah. You know, mum or dad says, you know, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, she remembered and there's oh, it's even just the florist. nice as a parent yep. to know that your child is valued as a member yeah. of society, not yep. just a massive inconvenience yeah. that can potentially ruin <laughs> totally. everything. Yeah. Well, when we first opened, we did have couches in the store, but we've just become a little bit too busy and need that floor space mm-hmm. for actually for a rat bench now. So we used to have the kids sit, sit on the couch. Yeah. You know, have and a play or whatnot. So, but just yeah, unfortunately, you... it doesn't warrant. Yeah, it's just you when you first opened as well, wasn't it? It was me. I also had. I did have a couple of other staff that have moved on or moved into state now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were really helpful. So there was a couple of us working. There's probably three of us, mm-hmm. but mostly it was me. So yeah, and unfortunately now I'm the pull from events and the shop is that means that I'm in and out of the shop. Yeah, during the week. It's a rare so. treat to see you in the shop. Yeah, as my, I mean, I love it. I've got a retail background, a merchandising background, so. I love having the shop and being able to be creative in there Mm -hmm. so it's important for me and it's important for me I think to still be there as well but then meeting clients and doing visits to Mm -hmm. doing site visits and and then the bookwork side to things and the quoting side means Mm. that yeah I'm not in the shop as much as I was so did you expect to be this busy when you first started 18 18 18 months months ago ago, yeah I can't believe it's been that long it sort of feels like it's gone really quick but then we've been there forever at the same time exactly exactly I didn't know what to expect but it was just one of those things where I just thought if I keep thinking about it then I either have to do something about it and leave mm-hmm. my job, go and study this or, yeah, just stop thinking about it and move on. But mm-hmm. then I just went, well, don't have kids yet. You know, I, I've had the chance to to live somewhere, move back home close to the close to the shop for the mm-hmm. time being and set myself up in that way. So nothing was sort of holding me back. And I thought, I don't want to be 50 or whatnot, thinking I wish I had have done that. So yeah. I think because the staff that I've got, myself, I just love what I do. So, I, and it's just seems to, 
yeah, I guess resonate with people. Mm. And then the story behind Edward and I as well is something yeah. that people go, everyone's loved their grandparents, whether they're here or they're gone now. But I think that resonates with people too. A lot of people go, oh, I love the name because I've got the decal up in the store. Because a lot of people say, who's Edward? They think, mm-hmm. is Edward my dog? Is Edward my yeah. partner? Sometimes I get asked, are you, are you the Edward are you or Edward? are you the I? I'm like, no, I'm the I. Add <laughs> to the name. So, so Edward yeah. is your grand. Yeah. Edward was, was my mum's dad. Yeah. Almost four years ago now. But as a child, I guess when you're trying to choose a business name, it's like, oh, it could have been something Botanica or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. And then I thought I might try something a little bit different and have, you know, a, or a name yep. as part of it and and be eventually hire Edward. So eventually I'd like people like my brides to be able to hire all her va- all the vases and all the mm-hmm. tableware and we already hire out like arbors and we've got beautiful gold towers for ceremonies. But just all I guess it's having space too. But just anything and everything. I love props and you know bits and bobs. It shows. So yeah, all it's the extras. very theatrical almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, it comes back to my my previous job so you know all the senses like walking mm-hmm. and smelling your sight what you're hearing so the music that we play in the shop as well yeah that to be calming as well as a bit fun so there's a mix in the playlist as well do you so. think you would be this successful i'm gonna like yeah this successful <laughs> i'm sure does that make you feel uncomfortable when i say oh, it oh that's so crazy <laughs> it's it just so successful. really crazy do, do you think you would have been this successful if you hadn't had the prior life experience in the visual merchandising it's definitely set me up to feel confident in so i wasn't stressed about setting the store up at all i think that was I, I could visualize exactly what it was going to look like. And I think having that previous experience in working alongside store design as well mm-hmm. in my previous job, that's definitely, definitely helped. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've so, always worked in a creative field yeah. and, and understood color and what works and what doesn't work and, and how to make the clash work as well. I yeah. Think. Well, I um, think that's your strong suit. Yeah. I don't know. Just for, for those of you who've never seen Cass, you have to jump onto her Instagram. <laughs> like, She's just the most colourful person inside and out. Everything about her is so colourful. But it's just how you do it. It blows my mind as I sit here with black pants and a grey top on <laughs> next to you. I was like, if I could do colour the way you could do colour, yeah. I'd be a different person, I think. No, but so that's you. So you, you dress to the way that... You're obviously, you're still tech, not at all, (laughs) not at all. I just, I don't know, I just, I just am drawn to colour. Yeah. So. Yeah, you've got a knack for colour. Everything is so consistent. Yeah. Which I think contributes to your success that everything is so recognizable because it's so on brand yeah well I didn't realize that but people say I can I scroll on Instagram before I've seen your name I know that it's you yeah and yeah it sort of blows my mind a little bit because I don't realize that we're yeah that, that we're like that and trendsetters because my hairdresser yeah. has the Edward and I green on her she wall. does yeah <laughs> she came in and out is that Shannon Shannon yeah, yeah. yes yeah oh that's so lovely I know yeah she came and she she asked and yeah Michaela was explaining (laughs) the new salon they've just moved salons so Mm. she was explaining what it was going to be like and she's like you know that Edward and I green oh my gosh that's so good yes I do (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love that we have the wall to take photos against I think that yeah I think that was something that um just sort of I went let's paint that outside wall and Mm. make the because our walls are all all four walls are green let's Mm -hmm. you know represent that outside and it gives us 
in the natural light, a beautiful wall to take photos. Yeah. Normally it's before running out to the van to pack it, to put all the beautiful flowers in for weddings or even events. Yeah. And it just gives a, a neutral background, but a darker a one. Dark so, one. Yeah. And one thing I love about those photos that you do is the everyone who, who is in the photos has their heads covered by the flowers. Yeah. It's usually <laughs> just legs and arms and this huge bouquet. Because most of the time it's huge. But so recognisable <laughs> as well. Like that's just become your... Uh, signature yeah almost. yeah it's fun it's like who's wearing what and somebody in the team is always wearing something that yep. coordinates with the flowers yep. that day so yeah it's fun so it's a lot fun. of fun yeah I love it so <laughs> you're you're coming to floristry mm-hmm. you studied and then opened your own store yeah. like yes. straight in yeah yeah we yeah and then you yeah. ended up in the position that you had to hire staff yes. and a team yes who are very experienced yeah i've been very lucky how has has that been a difficult thing to navigate because Um, you're so green almost and they're very experienced like has that been interesting it's been no i've been gifted in the fact that i've had people come to me that obviously understand that we're a little bit different i've got kaz and i've got liz who who have been in the industry for years, who have obviously, you know, everyone, it's funny, I'll walk into the shop if I haven't been in and I can say who's made what that day because everyone just sort of has their own little style, the way they place flowers, the way that they visualise the way an arrangement's going to look. You can, everyone just perceives that slightly differently, which is great. I want everyone that works within our space to to feel that they can be creative in their own way and challenge what they mm-hmm. have done before so the shop opened a few friends from the industry that I studied with and hired a couple of girls but because when I was first starting out everyone was full-time so mm-hmm. unfortunately I couldn't offer that straight away not knowing how busy I was going to get and then so a couple have moved into state and then a couple had to just move on and get full-time jobs like mm-hmm. this as well. So unfortunately, but they're still, we're still in very good relationships. So if they ever, you know, the beauty of this business is that throughout the busy season, we sort of like a, a tradesman, we mm. hire subcontractors, yeah. so freelancers yeah. come in and um, invoice us and work with us and get to be creative with us on our big events. So if we've got, you know, three or four weddings or five weddings on one weekend or one day, we all make together and then we disperse and we help. Um, oh, but I obviously, I try to be at every every setup Yep. sometimes, but sometimes on one day there'll be roof installations and then the other event is just placing vases and, mm-hmm. and delivering bouquets. So in that instance, I don't really need to be there for that. Mm-hmm. So I'll prioritise and, and be at the one where we're doing installations. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've been very lucky. We're just a big team that all love you know you know we love the industry we love i mean flowers plants we obviously mm-hmm. sell a lot of plants in store as well it's just great to have a creative team that everyone's got their strong points yeah and then and then our challenges too but that's about just we're just mm. I'm very much about supporting each other it's very much an open space everyone can you know i'm try to be as a, i'm trying to be very approachable as a boss i don't like the i like there to be no hierarchy almost yeah. that we're just in it together so and I think that 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 helps um just to create a great working environment so. yeah I asked them about that yeah and they they did say that one of the things that they like about you mm-hmm. is that there is no hierarchy mm-hmm. that it, everyone's approachable and everyone comes with a different skill set mm. so Kaz was saying that she studied technically 
30 years ago yeah. blows my mind and how challenging it was back then because of the limited tools, resources, all of the different challenges mm-hmm. that existed, no social media, like different skill set. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that may be because you studied when you were five. Yeah. How did Kaz study 30 years ago? I, know. I don't know. Anyway, she's convinced it was 30 years ago. I'm still not. <laughs> you have staff like yourself who like less than less than five years uh yeah about six six, six, six yeah years? so i've been doing it for three so yeah i've been dabbling in it and doing yep. friends weddings for yeah. yeah so about six years so six years versus kaz yeah. 30 and to have a boss mm-hmm. that doesn't have as much practical hands-on mm. experience as you sometimes and especially because you're young yeah sometimes has an interesting dynamic but she said best dynamic ever best culture learning growing together yes absolutely like you share your skills so much we do absolutely we just bounce off each other and yeah. all of us were coming in with new ideas new installation ways how to be greener as a florist as mm-hmm. well with you know our disposing of waste after weddings and how we're installing using less foam where we can because that's a massive thing in the industry at the moment as mm-hmm. well how to make less impact in yep. terms of that, uh, which is great. It's great that we're all thinking about that as well. Mm. Sometimes you, I won't, we're at that stage where it's sort of like you can, we can almost do everything without foam, but we're just, we're just interpreting and yeah. finding our way in that way as well. So finding new techniques. There does seem to be a lot of innovation coming from your small footprint of a venue mm-hmm. like the, the shop's not that big no it it's not tiny. i know i almost feel like we're outgrowing it already but then it's like no you it's fine we'll be we'll you'll be fine it make work. it work yeah, i'm thinking yeah. about a re-merchandising the shop i'm thinking about redoing a floor plan okay so yeah right um, can't wait for that yeah but yeah it does seem to be like a lot of cutting edge coming out of your space which is amazing for a little country town yeah i know so it was good. one of those things that was a real toss-up as to do I open in Mount Evelyn? Do I I have a house in Brunswick? Do I stay there and not move home with mum and dad and then mm-hmm. open something near the Yarra Valley or do I open something towards the city? And it just yeah, there was there was nothing there wasn't a florist out this way like that or what I wanted to be. And I didn't I did realise that, but I didn't realise it to the extent I guess maybe mm-hmm. that it is and that but yeah, I'm so glad that everyone loves and I just feel filling the store with art and homewares, anything that I would love at yeah. the same time. I feel like I live there sometimes, so it's nice to, to be surrounded <laughs> by things too. that I love. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, when it's I a bit in, of a pinch me moment sometimes. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah. When I walk in, I'm like, this is just what the inside of your brain looks like. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what it's so true. What it's like. So true. Yeah, absolutely. When I'm, I'm not as creative as you by any stretch. But when I look around my house, which is my office, yeah, and I'm like, wow, the house is so tidy it's mm. because I'm like nailing it. It's because I'm so creative right now that my headspace is a reflection of my workspace. Yeah, absolutely. But the messier the workspace, the better my headspace. It's mm. when I have a really clean house that I'm like, ooh, my head's not okay. You just need to ruffle a few things. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's I, going on I, in my head? I... Like I'm so in my head that I'm just tidying. <laughs> Do you, as a creative, are you aware of headspace? And absolutely. And in hindsight, I probably need to have a bit more of a split between work and, you know, a, a life balance. Yeah. But you know, eighteen months in, we're getting that little bit busier, and it's sort of now an, another juggle, another step up mm. to say, okay, so 
where are we now? What do I need to delegate? Um, mm-hmm. How do I minimize the amount of book work that I have so that I have more creative energy? Yeah, and not being. But I guess that's what comes with with small business. It's that constant juggle between have, trying to have a day off, which you know, <laughs> or, and not thinking and feeling guilty about that. Yeah. I've implemented. I've got Carly's just started on a Tuesday and Wednesday, and she helps with replying to inquiries and just back of house stuff that. You know, that does take time that, and you end up, so sometimes I'll come into the shop to have a day in the shop, but then I end up being doing that. So if I can yep. be completely 100% and focus in the shop, then that's great. But otherwise, yeah, I've got somebody helping my back of the house now. Yeah, too. really so, good. Yeah, just all the behind the scenes things. So, and it's also about prepping for next, next, I guess, wedding season, yes. event season as well. So... You, I was going to ask you about your seasons as well. You seem to be so busy all the time. It was wedding season and then there's Valentine's Day in there and then you, f- and then you finish Day. the wedding season straight into Mother's Day. Yeah, yes. And it's sort of weddings either side of that as well. And now and it's still June, July, weddings. August is weddings dotted here and there. Yeah. Um, and then it sort of picks up again September, October, November, December, um, January, February, March, April, May. <laughs> so it's great. But I, I mean, I love it. It's fantastic. I've got, I've got clients now, which is fantastic. People paying deposits before they've even met me because they want to mm, lock in their day. Day. So yeah. yeah, that's, and that's fantastic. It's like, right, great. I know I've got work, you know, you've found someone, yeah. let's get creative when it suits you and mm-hmm. when we can catch up and, and talk about that so. are people coming traveling quite some distance yeah they are they're actually coming from say Northcote out that way because yeah. they've got say friends that have moved out this way and yep. then fallen upon us as well so so we do a lot of city venues so i've got a few bucket list venues that uh, we'll be doing um some events and weddings at so Ooh. end of this year middle of next year as well which is fantastic so yeah it's great isn't that funny that you were tossing up where the venue yeah where you would actually set up shop yeah you've got people coming from the other option you know what i mean like people are coming from the city yeah that would have purchased stuff from you that's where you chose to set up shop yeah it's almost a good move because there was less competition out here less pressure to yeah exactly yeah yeah less well yeah that's the thing so when i when i when the space was offered to me I had legends, Michael Briggs and Glenn from Director, Director's Edge, a videographer and a photographer. They, so my shop has the shop space, a workspace and then an office out the back. Mm-hmm. So the boys were working there. Briggs's wife, Kelly, had um, Red Earth Flowers, which was the shop yeah. for us. So I had them there. So it sort of was nice when I was finding my feet to have yeah. people to just bounce ideas off or just just um, industry friends as well, which who are now friends, which is fantastic. So... Um, having them there was great um, and then nine months in yeah they both ended up moving out to offices elsewhere which is which is absolutely fine and then it was at that point where I was like I have the the capacity to move out the back now myself and not have mm. not have them there which that's fine and I end up needing the space so mm. it's um it's worked out it's yeah worked out well. I guess it's a lesson for anyone who has a location-based business mm. that thinks that that's a hindrance almost like the people yeah. will travel for you yeah that's so true so yeah our next step is to get online up and running mm-hmm. so that you know all over melbourne can order from us but we understand that you know if you're in the city and 
you know, a friend of mine mm. actually works, say my friend of mine works in the city and they want to deliver to someone in the city from Mount Evelyn. It's going to cost them yeah. the same amount potentially that it would if they just want to spend yeah. you know, a $50 okay. So it could be up to that on delivery. So I guess it's, it's more so a lot of the time for people out this way, but then we still do get people, which is lovely saying, no, we want your flowers going to the city mm. to this person. So, you know, it's, I guess people, if they know they like something and, they relate to it and they've had an experience with it before that's been positive, then they'll be happy to, yeah. to use it. I think that's part of it. It comes back to the experience that you create for people in mm. the shop, creates yeah. such huge brand loyalty mm. that yeah. I would never consider getting flowers elsewhere. <laughs> it would actually like pain me to purchase flowers elsewhere. There you go. And I'm 20 minutes away. Like it, take, it would yeah. take me 20 minutes to drive to the store to get the flowers, to drive back to wherever I'm going. Yeah. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> it's just, it's my favourite. <laughs> so Cassie was actually the, the first person when I launched this podcast that I asked to be on the oh, podcast. Oh, really? You're kidding. No. Oh, there you go. I remember it was December last year that uh, I reached out to you yes. starting to secure guests. Yeah, that's right. It was. It was taking me seven months to oh get to you. And like, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. And I'm excited oh, about you. We are coming. <laughs> we will get there. Yeah, but it like just goes to show how. One, how quickly seven months. Oh, can I go. know. I'm just thinking Crazy. that. I just said, like, oh, seven months. Like, and then, <laughs> what have I done? Oh, You've probably I'm... done 6,000 weddings and I've done. Well, podcasts <laughs> oh, and spoke six thousand words in those yeah. podcasts. <laughs> At least, where are you headed? Okay, where are we headed? Well, small girl, big dreams is that we have this space out towards the Yarra Valley, so we can cater to Yarra Valley ranges and all of you know eastern suburbs side. Mm-hmm. And then, predominantly, potentially, I move back to my house in Brunswick, mm-hmm. um, set up there, work half my week from home at Brunswick. And then um, the back end come event season in the shop. So we'll see how that goes. But my my dream is to have a space or a warehouse or some sort of facility in the city where I can have city side events and weddings, their, their mm-hmm. client meetings at that space, whether it be a warehouse or a studio space or, you know, even a shop's front that isn't actually a shop. That's just a space where we do all of our event prep for city side weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the dream. And then that space potentially becomes on Valentine's Day and Mother's Day a pop-up, yes. a pop-up florist. Awesome. So people know that we're there. And then we also do online orders mm-hmm. out that way too. So having two separate spaces to cater for two sides mm. of Melbourne, I guess, would be would be the ideal scenario. So And would that be Edward and I as well? Like would you Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we'd be in two locations. Yeah. So, so exciting. Yeah. And but it would obviously it would be yeah, a reflection of the store. but it would maybe yeah, I think it would be. It would just evolve, I mm-hmm. think, um, as spreading our wings in fact that so we can put our mark on two areas. I think that would be fantastic. So and I'd also love to design my own range of pots and, and planters. Oh, do and that. Things like that. So, do that. Um, I'm excited for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> that will come. That will probably come under another name. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. It's just a thought in my mind at the moment, but something that is definitely feasible. So, what do you know now that you wish you knew then? Oh, that. Well, I guess that work-life balance is important. Well, what I know now from then is that I. That I guess I surprised myself in the way that I've just gone and done this and mm. just been like, well, I've got nothing to lose. And knowing that I had, I guess, the guts or 
yeah. you know, I was crazy enough to jump into this is that, you know, I've got enough support and enough drive behind me to, to keep it going and, and to grow the business. So yeah, that I've got, you know, we've had work through working all, all hours of the night, all hours of the morning, obviously to provide fresh flowers and um, for events and weddings and corporates and things like that is, yeah, I think, yeah. Believe in yourself, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and and that the power just from, and I guess having a, a supportive family and supporting friends, knowing mm. that, you know, I haven't seen a lot of them the past year and a half. Mm. That life is completely different to what it was, but it's as exhausting as it is so, so rewarding. Did you have. know that they were going to be so supportive? Did you expect them to be a little bit helpful, but are blown away by the level of support? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I, I opened the business, my partner and I started officially dating. Mm-hmm. And so we've known nothing but, you know, really spending um, when you don't live with your partner mm. as yet you know, spending weekends together and having, you know, Sundays is my day where I don't look at my laptop or I don't look at anything work and I just try to step away. But then, you know, Monday to Friday, it's almost given me that chance to really be business focused Mm -hmm. for that too. And having, I think your vibe attracts your tribe. So my friends and my partner and my family, I've come from parents who work really hard and have their own business. So I think that just trickled down straight to me. Yep. My partner's much the same. And then my friends are all the same as well. So I think coming from a circle where everyone's just as driven, I think that mm. it almost, you don't realise, it just comes naturally. Almost, almost. expected, but yeah, not. Yeah, not almost. Assumed, it's not like you're, you're, you're not a black sheep because everyone yeah. else is doing it. So. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, it's lucky. Been, yeah, absolutely. I've got two sisters as well, which help in the business too at times. So when when it's like, okay, I need extra hands, I've always got someone saying that they'll help. So that's that's really yeah. nice. But it's nice now that that I've got staff as well that I can support, you know, their lives as well. So yeah, it's really nice. Mm, well done, you. I'm so proud thank of you. Watch <laughs> you and the store grow. Oh, thank you. And blossom. Yeah. And bloom. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. I, yeah. I just love that we can be part of someone's wedding, someone's or someone's engagement, someone's mm-hmm. buying flowers for the person who's just got engaged, someone, then their wedding day, then their baby shower, yes. and then, you know, them, you know, coming back fortnightly or however often they come and get fresh flowers. I love that we get to see pe- mm. people's relationships evolve mm. and then we get to be part of that in a way too. And as, as sad as it is, then, you know, a family member's, passing or something we get to be part of that too mm. because i think that's really special creating something for to represent yeah someone that it almost eases the sadness somewhat though for the other person knowing that the florist is such a big trusted part of their yeah, lives absolutely. it's like a comforting yes thing not a transaction it's yeah just a, absolutely it's, another it's special to them knowing that we've we've asked the questions of you know I always like to know how they dressed, how they, what colors mm. they wore, what, you know, so you're getting an idea and you're creating, even when somebody comes to buy a bunch of flowers in the store or a bouquet that we make up for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask or on the phone for a delivery, who's this person for? What are they like? Are they quirky? Do they like color? Do they like natives? Are they girly? You know, it's mm-hmm. nice to, I always picture, I always get a photo of my bride's dress so I can envisage or her and the bridesmaids mm. even and the, and the groom. I like to know what everyone's wearing so Mm -hmm. that when we're creating, we're making sure it's just those little touches. Like if the girls have got, you know, a pink dress, but it's got a pattern on it. So we'll pick up the colors of the pattern in Mm. their dress to align with the colors. And yeah, I'm just, yeah. So it's extra level of details that you notice in the photos and you notice in the bride, but 
you don't know how they got there. Yeah. It's because <laughs> professionals like us put it there. <laughs> it's just so, asking those extra little yeah, questions. Yeah, the difference just, between working with someone who cares and someone who's doing a job. Yeah, yeah. I like it to be yeah floral art. That's why I wanted to be um, floral design. Everyone knows floral design rather than just mm, flowers, even. Mm. So perfect. Yeah. I'm going to drop your links in the show notes to yeah. this podcast episode as well. Thank to you. Anyone who's listening, like has to i say this every time go check out the instagram but like seriously you have to check out Gaz's instagram it is like and also i'm sorry that you'll spend five hours there just flicking through <laughs> gonna get all these likes back it. from 2018 yeah so yeah we're gonna go <laughs> competition time who can like the oldest photo <laughs> i love it <laughs> There's awesome. probably a few old ones in there. Thank you so much. Oh, coming you're so to visit welcome. me. You're so welcome. I'm glad I can um, slip into your busy routine as well because it's it's so lovely to be asked to do something like this. So very exciting. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If you love that chat with Cassie as much as I did, make sure you head over to our Facebook community page at Skill Seeking Business Babes and join the conversation. So we keep the conversations going after these podcasts go live. So you can have your say and share your learnings. I love that in learning everything we hear, all of the information that we perceive is filtered through our own unique skills. Um, No, it's not. It's not even filtered through our skills. It's filtered through our own beliefs, values and experiences. So each person will take away something different from the podcast. So head on over and make sure you tell us what your biggest takeaway was from this. And we also have the monthly book club going on. So we're about to wind up the... June, May, June book. It was a a lingerer. It went over two months, this one. Um, It is almost done. And I want to know what you want to read next. So head on over and have your vote. And we will be kicking off on the 1st of July with the new book. And then we'll all get together at the end of the month and talk about what we took away from that book as well. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you want to see more information about Edward and I or Skill Seeking Business Babes, the show notes will contain all of the links and information you need. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Skill Seeker podcast. Thanks for listening, Skill Seeker. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. So you don't miss a thing and we continue to book these amazing guests for you, head on over to iTunes and subscribe. While you're there, leave us a review. Catch you next week as we chat to another amazing guest and learn about what they know now that they wish they knew then. 